Welcome to the Love Cars on the Grid podcast, your global motorsport roundup with me, Tiffany Dell and Paul Woodman. Welcome to episode 15 of Love Cars on the Grid podcast, a global roundup of all the motorsport around the world. And this weekend we had the Syrian Grand Prix, W Series, WRC, MotoGP, British Superbikes, IMSA Sports Cars, NASCAR, BTCC, British GT. And I bet you didn't see any of it because you've been mobbing <laughs> it at the, what's that, classic car show or something in London? Yeah, wonderful. Sion Park. I was up there for three days uh, hosting the, the talk stage and also commentating on the parade they have up and down the Lime Avenue at Sion Park. And we had, you know, 1886, that first Mercedes car, a replica of a little tricycle thing. We had a, an amazing 1898 steam locomotive car from Scotland from 1898 and lots of wonderful aero engines cars from Brooklyn's. Then we had beautiful Rolls Royces, then Hot Rods from America. It was, it was a really nice show. No rain for all three days and... Uh, a bit exhausted, but yeah, I was, I was totally cut off from uh, the normal motorsport world. But don't worry, I've been busy, got home, times 30, times 30, times 30. And thank heavens for the Skybox. And uh, I sort of know what went on last weekend, but of Good course the Grand hear. Prix, which I'm uh, probably glad I didn't have to sit at home watching the Grand Prix live, I don't think, at the end. It wasn't that bad. I mean, I, w- I watched it, but it wasn't that bad, but it was... It's, it's amazing how those roles of reverse from Max and Lewis and Red Bull and Mercedes compl- almost identical to carbon say, copy. Yeah, I was going to say exactly the same thing. It was so good for a while. We had this, you know, the finally Max versus Lewis, but now it's gone the other way. And, and the lovely thing is that Mercedes are now complaining, well, we're quick around the chorus, but we're losing two <laughs> seconds down the street, which is exactly what, what Red Bull have been saying for about four years. Well, we're quick around the chorus, but we're losing two seconds on the straights. And all the press, you know, Toto Wolf said, we've got no more upgrades and Lewis admitted it. And what's an upgrade? I mean, they, they love this little bit. I read today, though, that the Mercedes boy, boys were saying they, they tried quite a radical setup. Well, a setup, trying a new setup is an upgrade to me. As you put new springs on it, it's an upgrade. I mean, what, what do they call an upgrade? Is a whole new front wing, perhaps, they might not be making, but. Uh, they think they might have tried something that didn't work. So they can still try so many different things on suspension setups to still try and claw back that uh, disadvantage of Max cruising around the front. Well, I tell you Valtteri one thing. Bottas having a I bad tell you, weekend. Again. I was going to say, I'll tell you one thing they did try, which was different, the um, the pit exit from Valtteri. They tried a different <laughs> yeah. pit exit strategy. But surely you... Because all the commentators, all the racing driver commentators are saying, oh, it's not a bad thing. They're just trying to get faster. They're shaving off a, a tenth or whatever it may be. But surely you try that when it's not a race. Well, yeah. There's people in pits. There's mechanics yeah. standing there. You know, that's why there's, a, that's why there's a, a speed limit in pits. You know, it's a very dangerous thing to lose control in the pit lane. But, uh, yeah, Valtteri well behind him. And, and Sergio Perez, much as people love him, and he has had that win, which was a bit fortuitous, he still hasn't quite done what Red Bull needs, which is, to, you know, when you've got the best car that they now have, Hold up the he's other... got to get, he's got to get ahead of, yeah. he's got to get ahead of Lewis uh, to, to take the points away. And uh, again, he made a mess of qualifying, qualified fifth, and he got stuck behind the wonderful Lando, another great weekend. <laughs> Brilliant. For a while. Lando, so, 
Well, what a breath of fresh air he is. And you know what I love about Lando? They, 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 but they're all the same. They're all, he's getting indiscreetly the little digs about, uh, well, you know, uh, people didn't know whether I was going to be as good as Ricardo, and Ricardo is, yeah, yeah, but he's yeah, as good yeah. as so, so technically, I'm probably better than them. But he didn't really say it, but he was saying it, which is, but it's Daniel, lovely. Daniel had a terrible time, quite 30. He actually had a really good start, Ricardo, but um, then he had an engine malfunction that dropped him back. So he had a bit of a problem, but even so, he must be wondering what's going on. Ferrari couldn't get Leclerc, probably one of the drives of the day, was Leclerc coming back through the field after that clash with Gasly. Um, so they had a, but you know, Ferrari, they're just battling with McLaren to be, you know, best of the rest instead of battling up front. So who's going to come Russell, third? Who's going to come third in the, in the Constructors' Championship, Tiff? Well, who's your well it's a McLaren. McLaren. Easily. Well, it needs Ricardo to start getting some points because Ferrari had, you know, sixth and seventh. Um, so they probably got more points out of the weekend than McLaren yeah. did. I haven't, look, I haven't looked at the table, actually. Yeah, it's all very George tight. Russell nearly got a point. George was up there. Fantastic, <laughs> you know. And Yuki Tsunoda, the lovely little Japanese kid we, I love, he almost had a good weekend. But because he held up Valtteri in qualifying, that three-place grid drop was so cruel because he ended up behind the Alonso train, which was a sort of the, the third group, as it were. And uh, he could well have finished, you know, sixth himself, Yuki, if he'd uh, not had that. Well, Lance Stroll, Lance yeah. Stroll, really good opening lap, finished eighth. He, he's often, that was his one thing in his first year, he always had great opening laps. Yeah, he did. He led a couple of times. He literally bolted out into yeah, the front. Yeah, yeah. You've got to sustain that. A bit like me, I've done that with the Cajun Academy. Yes, twice. yes. It's funny you say that. Yeah, I, yeah, I've just given you a new nickname for you now. Yeah, the Lance Stroll and Caterham <laughs> Racing. That's you've, you've earned that. I now. wish you I wish it. I had his father's money, that's for sure. And his talent, that's and Lance's it. talent. We, we, then we had a W Series at its first race over at, uh, in, in wherever we were. Where Austria, was but Austria, it was called Austria. Austria. Yeah, it was. It's Austria, yeah, but they had the yeah. new name as if they'd have a second Grand Prix. And the British girls, it's fantastic. We got five Brilliant. girls, women, girls, women. I I was going Ladies, girls, I'm sorry. People, people, Ladies, whatever. Um, yeah. But it wasn't Jamie Chadwick that was out front. It was Alice Powell again, who, of course, won the last race at Brands Hatch. But, of course, Jamie Chadwick can say, well, she was only getting the points to, to do the championship. Seven, but, uh, 700 days different. So her consecutive, winning consecutive streak was a 700-day consecutive streak because... It, the last time oh, she won course, was, of course, in 2019. Yeah. So 700 days. That's it. 2019. Yeah. That's incredible. And, well, Sarah Moore, second. Yeah, another brilliant. Just got a, a little Jess Hawkins was fifth, but only only after she'd punted Jamie Chadwick. Oh, she completely missed the breaking somehow. <laughs> just took poor old Jamie Chadwick, who wasn't having the best of weekends. It's horrible, isn't it? to the back. It's a horrible But Jess feeling. finished fifth. and. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jamie got back to seventh. Yeah. So we had four British drivers in the top seven, and the the, the fifth one, sadly, um, um, Abby Eaton uh, got um, was having a battle against our lovely Vicky Maria, our very own love cars. Um, sort of did took Senna's advice of if you don't go for a gap, you're not a racing driver anymore. Unfortunately, the gap was blocked by Abby Eaton and, and they had a big clash of, near the end of the race and dropped to the back. So Abby Eaton and Vicky were up at the back of the field. But yeah, it was, it was good racing though. I mean, the front two were, were fairly, you know, pedestrian. Lots of uh, hectic stuff going on behind. So good thing, well, good to see the, the, the women the, um, having good battles. It was. The safety car definitely helped uh, uh, James yeah. Chadwick get back up the field. Um, but but yeah, good good. it's going to be a very tight Championship, but I yeah. we want we want Vicky uh, for the Vicky to uh, sure <laughs> to of course um, do well on the, on the next race. So and the five British girls, well done to the five British girls, brilliant. Yeah. We, love, 
I love Abby Eaton as well. Well, Jamie, we know Jamie, o uh, Ollie, Chadwick. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of the, all of the girls. From all <laughs> yeah, you, the you, you try, you're digging a hole now. Dig yourself out of it now. You've just said you preferred Abby Eaton. It's too <laughs> late now. <laughs> so what else is going on? Where, where should we go next? Do you want to go across the pond or do you want to stay with uh, the... Yeah, I, let's I, stay I, with the World Championships. World Rally Championship. The Safari Rally returned to Kenya after 19 years. Unfortunately, the modern-day World Rally Cars weren't up to the pounding. I mean, it was nothing like the old Safari when they went hundreds of miles across the Kenya. This was still a sort of loop modern rally car rally, but um, it was rough and tough and rocks were ripping suspension. And, you know, we very nearly had um, Takamoto Katsuda win for Toyota. He was still leading towards the end. He'd, he'd been a bit steady. I mean, Katsu, he's almost getting there. You know, Toyota sent him over to learn the World Rally Championship. He's the leading Japanese rally driver. He's never really pushing. He always seems to be wanting to finish every rally to build his, his experience. And so that nearly won him the Safari Rally. Uh, but amazing Sebastian Auger, who's, you know, always the master, the brain of all these. Well, the kids went flying and knocked suspension off with the rocks. Uh, Auger came through. Katsuta second. Oh, Tanak. Uh, was dropped back with a load of punctures, but he um, managed to salvage his, some of Hyundai's blushes. A Thierry Newville in the Hyundai was leading almost until the last, well, onto the last day, but again, the rocks hit him. So it left the, the Fords were fourth and fifth, um, with the French guy Adrian Formo was fourth and Gus Greaves with um, fifth, but then Formo got a 10 second penalty for just a little shortcut, which he thought was a good idea on a stage, but apparently. <laughs> Track limits. He's got track limits now in World Rally Championships. Wow. And he got a 10-second penalty. It put him a tenth of a second behind Gus Greensmith. So the two Fords um, uh, swapped places at the last minute. So it was tight stuff. And for those of you watching, by the way, on YouTube, wondering what on earth is uh, are we doing drinking wine, it's evening. We normally record this first thing on a Monday morning after weekend. But um, I've been with the Caterham competition winner today up in Bedford. So we're doing some some laps up there. For those of you listening, uh, we're drinking. I'm drinking red. Tiff is drinking a little bit of Von Blanc. By the look of it, yeah, we're right. We're a Pinot Grigio, just a nice relaxing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, so MotoGP um, yeah, rally good, yeah. MotoGP as always entertaining. <laughs> um, but the, the Yamahas, you know, Fabio Quattararo, the French boy, showed so much promise. I think he is going to go on to dominate this year's championship. I and mean, some of the more powerful circuits, Ducati, are more ahead of them but once it comes to the handling the Yamahas seemed to have it and they had a one-two uh, ahead of Maverick Vinales his teammate who today has announced he's requested to leave the team just finished his second on the podium and Yamaha let him go out of his contract for next year a bit of shock news today uh, but the funny thing is he was he was something like 18th on the grid uh, session ring thing the week before in Germany <laughs> And he said he wanted to go home on the Friday. He was so embarrassed to be riding such an awful... So he must have had this decision that I'm now going to quit. I want to quit because this team is so embarrassing. And then he ends up second on the podium to his teammates. So um, he might be regretting. He, might, he probably put the request in before the weekend. And uh, so now he's quit. He's leaving. Oh, yeah. Um, and they've, accept also, they've, they've accepted his resignation. So they obviously, yeah, they obviously yeah. don't want him. So... Fair, fair dues. Uh, Moto2, Sam Lowe's, our British battler, uh, was back at the front of the Moto2s. He led for some laps. He qualified third, but finished fourth in the end, but uh, at least had a good race. Uh, Jake Dixon, 22nd on the grid, battle up to 18th. So he's not really getting up the field. 
Moto3 are our third and of the only three British riders. John McPhee battled for up to six from 11th on the grid, but no win. Whereas uh, our newfound Spanish favourite, <laughs> Pedro Acosta, started the weekend in the hospital. Um, he'd actually qualified 18th because they have this sort of two-stage qualifying system. So you get through into the, into the final 18. But in the, in the third practice before the 18 had their grid, he had this huge accident. Um, had to go to hospital, lots of bruising and damaged backs. But of course, what these kids do, they come out the next, I want the race. And uh, so he started 18th, got up into the leading bunch and uh, finished fourth. So uh, still Very has good. a strong hold yeah, in the championship lead. But you, you say these kids, you would do exactly the same. You you would do exactly the same the next day, bruised, battered, whatever. I've seen not, you. Not at my age. When I was 16. You would. Mate, I'd, no, oh, you, oh, you did those, those bruises you had recently were the, probably the worst you've ever had in your mm. life, and it wasn't motorsport related, it was but, death related. <laughs> That's another story. You were racing. Just to go back to the MotoGP and accidents, uh, Valentino Rossi had another. He was in 17th place. He's got to huge retire. Off. He's got to One retire. of the fastest corners. I really, really right. hope someone shakes him, shakes him his head and say, you know, he's got please, to. Valentino. He's, he is um, the master. I mean, you know, he's the maestro. He could just he yeah. could just retire now. It's still yeah. people remember him as yeah, yeah one of well, the. He runs his great. school. So, you know, a lot of the Moto Two and Moto Three are his proteges. He's always got he's got his VR racing uh, protege school that he runs down in Italy. So he's still you know got so much to do within the sport um, without risking his neck every weekend. Yeah. Um, on superbikes, had their first round in Britain. British uh, superbikes opened up. More good news for Yamaha, one, two in MotoGP, and the Aussie uh, Jason O'Halloran won all three races at Alton Park. So, dominating big stuff, superbikes at Alton Park. I mean, that's a great track, whatever your superbikes or sports cars. Good stuff. Uh, talking sports cars, IMSA sports cars. Yeah, the IMSA, the IMSA series had the Watkins, Watkins Glen six hour, a very famous <laughs> race. It was great <laughs> news for Britain. Hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. You say IMSA, not IMSA. It's not an acronym. Yes, yeah, no. <laughs> Well, it is an acronym. <laughs> Was it an acronym of? Um, International Motorsports Motor Association, Association yeah, I believe. Okay. Something okay. like that. But no, we all call it IMSA. <laughs> it's been going for years. Uh, so the six hours of Watkins Glen and a win for the British boys that drive for the Mazda, Harry Ticknell and Ollie Jarvis. So, you know, two really talented single-seater drivers now. As I keep on trying to point out on this podcast to say that, you know, they still get jobs around the world. They may not be in Grand Prix racing. But a fabulous result for them, sharing their car with the American Jonathan Bomarito. How old's Harry um, Ticknell? He he's, it looks so young, but he feels like he's been around forever. They're probably 30-ish, him and Ollie okay. now. I don't know. I'm guessing, you know, completely guessing. Because they start now when they're about two, so you never quite know how old they are. <laughs> um, right. Um, must be time to move over to NASCAR, because I know you like talking about NASCAR. Yes. Well, yeah, well we had a disappointing weekend. Uh, this was incredible, because... You know, I was slightly upset when I was leading at Thraps in my Ford Cortina, <laughs> coming went, up the straight for the last time. Corner, it turns yeah. out it was the differential that exploded. We have oh, since found wow. that. Anyway, so after 45 minutes, and I was, so I was pretty upset. I said that was the most disappointing race I've lost <laughs> in the last lap. The Kyle Larson, <laughs> the number five, who by now you might understand we worship in the Dell family, was one corner from our, in a three-hour race at Pocono Imagine. for breaking the record and winning five NASCAR races on the trot, four championship rounds, which actually equals, and also he won the million-dollar All-Stars race when the tyre blew. 
Imagine. Put him in the wall. He bounced. He still finished ninth, smacking his way down the concrete. <laughs> but you, it was an amazing race. I mean, you want, yeah. because Pocono is hard to overtake on, and he he chased down the leader. Eventually, after lots of little movers, I mean, these the overtaking maneuvers in NASCAR could take four laps. You know, you shimmy one way and you get the air and the aero. Um, unbelievable. And whereas you know, the Formula One boys want an inquiry, you know, Pirelli, we can't have a tire blow, you need to kill me, we want a full investigation. Larson just said, Well, I guess it wasn't my day. You know, they accept tires, you know, yeah. you, you stress these racing tires. Yeah, and as in Formula One, allegedly, maybe you know, some teams manage to run lower pressures, perhaps, maybe in NASCAR, they're all running tires as more cameras they can get or as lower pressures as they can risk to try and make them go faster. You know, yep. teams will push their tires, and you know, it blew one, one corner left. Um, and then he had to go for the it was a double header at Poco, Pocono, Pocono. And uh, he uh, had to go to his backup car, started the back of the grid in race two on Sunday and came through to finish second. So, uh, but yeah, nearly breaking all the records. So was it exciting though? Was it three hours of excitement or was it? Well, Pocono isn't normally. It's very strategic. And in fact, it turned out the second race was a big fuel run race. It's one of these, you know, sometimes they all, there's a safety cars, but it's <laughs> two laps short of filling up to make the finish. They still go in and then there's a lot of, chess going on and driving as slow as you can um so it, it wasn't the most exciting race but it had plenty of tension all the way to the end but yeah it, it's not i always say this like not every formula one race is boring and not every nascar race is exciting just because i go on about indycar or nascar no, you know, there's still there's still yeah. dull races in every form of the sport absolutely so, uh, yeah and and you know sometimes the elements help sometimes a blown tire helps Bad, yeah. bad strategies. Uh, so pace it, cars it, come out. Yeah, absolutely. So talking of excitement, BTCC, British Touring Cars. That was exciting. There's always excitement with that. God, it's always it was crash, it was bang, wallop, a... wheel to wheel, <laughs> nose to nose, everywhere. Yeah. But it was almost a BMW whitewash of the weekend. They could have won all three races because uh, Tom Oliphant, who's the sort of the backup for. Colin Turkington has won the championship several times for BMW, but Tom's now in his third year uh, riding shotgun. He's only had one win before, and that was actually a reverse grid race, which I don't count as a real win. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> that was last last year at Brands. He had a he had a third a win in the reverse grid, but this time he went from fourth to first off the grid, using of course the rear wheel drive advantage off the line, which still exists. They tried to give them longer first gears. They tried to reduce their revs off the start, and they've always been trying to make it equal uh, rear wheel front wheel drive so he virtually led the whole race and then he led the whole second race because of course he was on pole position for the second race so he won the first and for those uh, who but amazing... sorry to interrupt but for those who don't know brands hatch indy it was indy wasn't it india is a really hard track to overtake yeah. it's very so short so yeah. so pole position makes a massive difference yeah but uh it was it was um it, uh, Ingram, tom ingram that managed to just get a screwdriver in. It was into the last lap, and he just got inside him into the paddock hill bed, and they touched at paddock. Uh, then he had the run on him up to Druid's Hill, and so he was through. And then to add insult to injury, um, Ash Sutton got inside him out of clearways on the on the run to the finish line and dropped, uh, dropped poor Oliphant Tom back to third place. So a gra that was probably the best move. Tom Ingram uh, in moving the Heimdall to win. And then the third BMW win, well, the second one didn't happen, was by Morgan, who came. Morgan got the lucky draw 
he's running the private uh, BMWs for the first time. But he was only 12th in race two, but the, the draw out of the hat for reverse grid was number 12. And he duly scarped off into the distance. So that was Adam Morgan's first win in a BMW. Um, and, and you said it earlier, you can't overtake at Brands. So the top 12 were reversed. So guess where Tom Ingram finished having won race two? <laughs> Go on. 12th. Wow. So, you know, Ingram, even Tom Ingram, who wow. made this amazing move. And Ash Sutton got up from 11th to 8th. So, yes, even, even the quick boys. So a, a reverse grid pole at Brands Hatch is a very valuable thing to have. Wow. But what, it's, but, an exciting, it's an exciting uh, track. And the, the Caton boys, we all go there in August. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, of course, the Formula 4 was there, the Porsches. I haven't got all the results there. And, uh, so I'm waiting to find out, as Dan Camish and uh, the other boys, they're all King, or Harry King, both dropped back from pole position. So I'm not, there must have been some clashing, which I haven't found out the news of. British GT, Silverstone Grand Prix circuit, you watched that on the internet and stuff, it was fabulous racing, you know. You got Mercedes, you know, and it was a big battle. The Mercedes won. But it was a fabulous dice that went down to the last lap, overtaking by the two Lamborghinis, uh, who both were both run by my brother's Barwell Motorsport team. So I think my brother had a very, very nervous last lap because they were uh, two Lamborghinis that Brilliant. swapped places, second to third, third went to second. But so, fabulous to watch. Gee, British yeah. GT, BTCC, Superbike. We got so much great racing. And great British racers circuits. as well. Great racers, yeah, yeah. Drivers, drivers as well. I was talking about your brother today with John Barnes. He's raced for uh, Barwells before. So, uh, yeah, well, John, John Barnes, Barnes was a British GT champion, I think, yeah, at the one was. stage, wasn't he? Very yeah. good. And he's Caterham, Caterham expert. So I was with, with him today. And speaking of Caterham, I guess I've got to say that next week I'm at Silverstone. How about there that? Are, there are, are more important. We haven't done what's coming next weekend. <laughs> Don't jump the gun now. You might think that's the most important. There is another Grand Prix. Okay. Austrian uh, Grand Prix. Formula One. They moved to Austria, except it's the same track. It's already in Austria at the same track. <laughs> they just call it Austria, not the Syrian. It's bizarre, isn't uh, it? Well, they have to do that, I think. We've got to have a different name. But whether or not... Um, the W Series is supporting again. So we've got another W Series race. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, and whether Hamilton can try a new... Doesn't have to have an upgrade or update if he can change his suspension, hopefully get back on it. Uh, the IndyCar boys go around another spectacular road course, Mid-Ohio, That's which is another great... Hard to overtake there, so may not be so much overtaking as Road America, where the NASCAR boys are. So if you miss the NASCAR and miss the um, IndyCar boys at Road America, then watch them. It's the best circuit in the world and for overtaking these big V8s rumbling around. So it should be a great NASCAR race at Road America. And we all know who's going to win, but, you know, that's, that's another thing. <laughs> and then finally, yes, I did also write down that there is some sort of 50-car Caterham Novice <laughs> Academy race with people like you dive-bombing up the inside, doing a Lance Stroll. Are you sure this is a good idea, 50 cars in one I, race? I think it's a terrible idea, but it's going to be fun. I can't wait. You and just I'm get so, the one race. It's not I'm a double-header this weekend. Is it just one race? It's just one race, one day, on the Sunday. Sunday, the 4th of July. So for all of our, all of our three American uh, viewers, uh, listeners, <laughs> the 4th of July, uh, qualifying on the 4th, on Sunday and then uh, the race a few hours later. So, and I'm delighted you're going to be there. I'm delighted for the first time, Oliver, my son's going to be there and my, uh, my, my, my bit of stuff as well. You know how to say bit of stuff these days? No, no, for goodness sake. Oh, what do I do with it? What do my I do? My girlfriend, she's going to be there as well. So it's going to be good. I can't oh, wait. No. 
Can you even say girlfriend I anymore? Don't know, I, just, I don't know. I don't know what you're allowed to no, say. Or... No, no, I don't think so. You know what? Well, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop there. No, quit, don't quit, dig. Don't, quit, quit whilst I'm ahead. Hopefully, Tiff, I can't wait to see you on <laughs> Sunday. I'll see you this week anyway. Yes. But, uh, well, thanks for listening. Thanks for viewing. We'll, As we'll always, comment below, please. Yeah. Comment. Uh, but, you know... We're bad, Tiff, because we get lovely comments below and we don't respond. So we will respond to these comments personally. Okay. Um, all right. So we'll personally respond. So have a good night. Cheers from the red wine and cheers from the white wine. Cheers all. Cheers. <laughs>